Hello everybody, this is Curtis from Tremble letting you know that we are brought to you by Shudder. Shudder is the horror movie streaming service that brings you all the latest and greatest that horror has to offer. But you don't have to take my word for it. You can use TremblePod, that's T-R-E-M-B-L-E-P-O-D, when you sign up for an account. This will give you a free 30-day trial on us, so you can check it out for yourself. With that said, let's get on with this week's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Trumbull, the horror movie podcast. I'm your host, Curtis. With me, as always, is Stephen Taylor. How are you two doing? Doing good. all right. It's a mm-hmm. good week. It's fun. You know, it's a fun weekend of recording, to be honest. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, 100%. Um, it's nice to do some modern horror movies. Um, you know, obviously, we cover a lot of older horror movies, and I think that's great, too, but... I don't know. I know some people are a little um, elitist when it comes to like older horror movies or newer. Like some people don't like the older ones, some people don't like the newer ones. And I was like, I, I like that we cover both because I'm not saying all older ho- horror movies are great. And I'm not saying all newer horror movies are great, but like there are some newer stuff that's pretty good. Like uh, the movie we talked about on the last episode, Freaky. Uh, yeah. Well, th- there were some contentious opinions, but mostly <laughs> positive. <laughs> Um, even Taylor, your score was not that low. I was thinking we were going to go a lot lower, but a six was not too bad. Like that's, that's like a C minus. That's, that's still yeah, that's true. Gray. That's true. I mean, the, the kills in the last movie definitely helped because the, the pretty, pretty gnarly, but yeah. I, I like that we do a mix of things. I also like that we do some deep cuts sometimes that, I mean, I was, mostly watching movies in like the late 90s early 2000s for the most part so like going through a lot of the older stuff is really cool because it's not necessarily stuff that's always been on my radar um and a lot of that stuff is really fucking good and maybe stuff that like i wouldn't have even noticed like so many titles that i have not even necessarily heard of sometimes that end up being so much fun so Mm -hmm. i i greatly enjoy the lineup that we do because it broadens my horizons uh exponentially a hundred percent. And that's kind of the thing too. It's like, it's, uh, and sometimes too, like we look at movies that like a lot of people would be like, Oh, this movie's great. And then we watch it. We're like, what are you, what are you all smoking? Like, <laughs> yeah. this is mm-hmm. not good. Sorry. But, um, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're here to talk about Halloween kills. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, definitely was contentious when it came out. I remember, like, people were divided down the line. Like, some people hated yeah. it, some people loved it. Uh, definitely some people had opinions uh, on on uh, Halloween Kills. And, uh, yeah, so it'll be an interesting episode to see where we all end up uh, in terms of the movie. But uh, what is Halloween Kills even about? Well, the nightmare is over as unstoppable killer Michael Myers escapes from Laurie Sto- Strode, sorry, uh, trapped to continue his ritual bloodbath, injured and taken to the hospital, Lori reunites with Tommy Doyle, the boy she was babysitting from the night Michael began his reign of terror. As Lori continues to fight through the pain, Tommy leads an angry mob of vigilantes to rise up against Myers and destroy the evil once and for all. Except, Fuck yeah. Except they don't. <laughs> no. Nope. Spoiler they give alert! It- 
They give it their all, though. That's for damn sure. Yeah, with that fucking standoff. Oh. In the park standoff. What just fucking insane scene. And that's what's crazy about this. What it like? Halloween Kills, more than any other Halloween film, gives Michael Myers his huge, big, giant monster moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, anywhere from the firefighter scene in the beginning oh. to the fucking standoff with the townspeople, the the angry mob in the park. Like, mm-hmm. there's, I, I don't think that there's any other scene like that. Like, he gets his, like, Friday the 13th, Jason Takes Manhattan type of moment where he's, mm. like, a bigger-than-life monster that is just... He's a bulldozer. And, I, I mean, the shot with him jamming the Pulaski through that uh, firefighter and, and raising him up in the air. Like, that shot's fucking amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still, yeah. Like, I love it. And I love the POV shot as well in that first scene. Yeah, like, I mean, and it's been a while since I've watched all of the Halloween movies. Like, I know, like, the first two or three the most, and then everything mm-hmm. else is kind of in the back of my head somewhere, you know? So I don't know if there have been any other moments that kind of point to him being this brutal monster as much as he is in this one. But like especially mm-hmm. confirming the, yeah, you can stab him 60 million times and he's going to get right the fuck back up. So you yeah. better be prepared for that. Like obviously before he always got back up, but it is in a much kind of creepier, more subdued way. Whereas in this movie, it really is fucking balls to the wall. Um and he, yeah, he's a fucking machine, man. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and I, and we're jumping ahead a little bit, but I just wanted your guys' thought on this one: uh, the death of Karen, or the apparent death of Karen. How do we, how do we mm. feel about this? Um, I'm okay with it. Like, yeah. Does it feel like it needed to happen? Like, we know that Andy Matishak, um, Allison, is not going to be the victim. She's, I think they're setting her up to be final girl for. Halloween ends. Of course, Kurt knows all these answers already. Um, but um, yeah, it just the death of Karen either seems like a, a catalyst motivation or just kind of almost setting up that she was going to be fodder for the whole time, even when you're watching uh, Halloween 2018. And I, I just yeah. love I just love Judy Greer, so I'm like, no. Yeah. yeah, and like her character in general too, being the like she really sticks to the mom role the entire time. Like, mm-hmm. fuck you, mm-hmm. daughter. You are not going out into the town to be killed by the murderer. You're gonna stay here with your grandmother because that's the smartest thing to do. Yeah. Especially considering everyone that goes up against Michael later, pretty much I mean, spoiler, but they pretty much all fucking die. Oh, sorry for the fire engine in the background. Um, <laughs> I I didn't save uh, Michael. So yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, they're on their way. Um, I didn't necessarily hate like when I first watched the movie. I was kind of like, eh, maybe a little needless. Like it would have been kind of cool to just see him come up behind her and then maybe cut without seeing yeah. a full death scene. But um, I there was a lot of parallels like earlier in the movie when she's holding up the mask she goes look at me I'm just like your sister I'm you know you should come and kill me and then she lures him kind of into the center of the the yeah. townspeople circle 
And then she ends up dying in the same way as his sister did it when she's looking out the window. So there was a little bit, there was like a parallel there that they did yeah. set up, which was kind of yeah. cool. But it, it was still, yeah, it could have gone either way, I guess. And and it did kind of feel like a little bit out of nowhere. Like, yeah, I don't know, especially when he's currently butchering everybody. I know. And she just was... kind of walks into the house, almost like putting herself into his trap. I, it, yeah. it, was, it was a little strange. Yeah, and I mean, I, I think I was mostly sad just because of, I love how the 2018 one, in that, that scene that she's basically like playing possum, that yeah. whole scene is like, just kidding. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah. oh, like I I wanted that again, I, I guess. And, and also there's some real teleportation for Michael Myers to be. From where he was to all of a sudden in the house killing her. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's that's something that I think no matter what, like these movies never really address. Even like Friday the Thirteenth, it's like how the fuck did you get from like the third story of this building to the ground level? Like, yeah, I have questions. <laughs> I I've kind of always like hand waved that away though because it kind of always seemed like a very slasher thing. Like, they're always... Michael Myers is very the stereotypical big brawny, can take multiple gunshots and knife hits and still get up. And then, yeah, he just has the ability to be wherever he wants to be. And I, I don't know, that's always kind of been the lore, I guess, in my How mind. How yeah. old is Michael? Well, he's oh, jeez. He's got to be 60 he's... or something, right? Like, right? Because when they take his mask off, you can see the gray hairs in his beard. Yeah. So I would Which say I probably love. like early 60s, maybe. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess he's just been in the asylum fucking working out behind the scenes, keeping up his fucking cardio like he's Leslie Vernon. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's on keto, so... <laughs> he's, he's a paleo diet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I always think of the Friday 13th video game. When you're Jason Ooh. in that game, you have certain powers. Yes. You have the soundless movement. You have basically like fast forwarding your movement to be right behind somebody. Like, so there are no rules when it comes to these motherfuckers. No, mm -hmm. no not at all. Okay. Um, yeah. So, what was the first time we watched Halloween Kills? Uh, the release, just the Wednesday before release day. With the screener. I, yeah, there was like, uh, I think I might have seen it. I think I got a screener for it. I definitely remember, yeah, the screener. Yeah. Did just to pull back the curtain a little bit with ends? Did you get a screener or did you go for in house? I I I will not say. I can tell you after the <laughs> podcast, but yeah. <laughs> I'm getting you in trouble. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll save that conversation for later. But All right. All right. But I'll tweet about it. <laughs> I'll be like, um, a, a friend I have, I won't say his name, but we'll just say Smurt. Smurt. <laughs> Smurt. Yeah. Um... Um. Yeah, it was, it was fine. I, 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 even though I watched it on the computer, it was 
still fine. I think I later went and watched it in the theaters too, just because I was like, eh, I kind of want to watch this in theaters. And now I think I'm just going to go watch it in theaters. I'm not going to. I'm, I'm not. Well, yeah. I'm going to just go watch it in theaters, I think. As I think, like, seeing it theatrically is just the way to go. With most of these mm. movies, like, watching things with a crowd, that's the way to go. You should, like, watching things on your own, it's not quite the same. Horror movies are more fun with a crowd. Mm-hmm. Just... Well, especially Halloween, a movie like Halloween Kills. And, I mean, yeah. I guess you can't guarantee how many, like, Halloween fans are going to be in the audience. Like, I definitely think there's more to get out of these movies if you've seen Halloween as a franchise just in general. Um, because mm-hmm. there's so many callbacks to the early early movies like even just certain scenes and certain ways that characters react like um i i would be interested to see if like how many of the the initial negative reviews for this movie were people who had seen halloween before as opposed to just people who were going into a a movie that they don't necessarily have a history with the franchise but um i i definitely regret not seeing halloween kills in theaters i slept on it a little bit um Mostly just because, like, Halloween, I, I tend to think of it as a more serious slasher sometimes, as opposed to, like, Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street, where they're, those are a little bit more campy, you know? They're a little goofier. Um, but, like, with these, like, 2018 Halloween, I saw that in theaters, and now with Halloween Kills, like, it's just reinvigorating my my interest in the series as a whole because of just how much that these sequels are actually adding to the original movies even um and just how much they're drawing those in and like there's a real continuity now with it um so i'm i I do regret that i waited until this was on streaming to see it but uh even even watching it on my computer i was fully on board (laughs) yeah cool um yeah uh we got a couple emails John says, why do people hate this film? That's a, that's a good question, John. Why do people hate this movie? I don't know. Yeah. I see a lot of screaming about wokeness in this movie, and I, I, I guess the, the, the mob rule stuff that happens in it is correlating to um, the protests and everything that were happening at the time. Anytime someone screams about woke in movie, it's a great time to block them or unfollow them, because... It's such a fucking lazy anger about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. There, there is shit that goes a little haywire in this movie, like the red herring mental patient. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I don't know. That goes on a little too long. I, could, mm-hmm. I would argue. Like, I like it because it gives the townspeople something to do, rather mm. than just being like people that are waiting around to get killed. So yeah, I like that. Yeah. But I can see how somebody could be frustrated with that because it's like they they just see a mental patient. They're like, oh, that must be Michael, and they just throw him off the roof or whatever. It's like, oh, yeah. Man. Well, and and I I I think people had issue with the Big John and Little John. Oh, uh, really? I, either sides of that too, like that, was... that it was too on the like a a gay couple that's too on the nose, and then at the. Just and then at the, you know of course those probably the Republican side was just like oh shoehorning a gay couple in here. Yeah. So I love I Little John so and many, Big John. Yeah. I know, especially because one of them is Michael McDonald, who is always yeah. so much fun. 
Yeah. Um, and it's so tragic that the way he sets their bodies up is just like that that picture that they have on their uh, on on their uh, mantle or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh man, it's too poetic, way too poetic. I did like the uh, the foreshadowing, though, of when they're scaring the kids and they go, anyone who enters the house without his permission gets killed. And then later on, they get killed because they're living in his house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I personally don't understand the hate for this film. But also, too, like, I can see how people who watched the last movie would watch this one. And this one does take some risk story-wise. I think for the better, honestly. But I can see if you were expecting it to be Halloween 2018 or whatever. I think it came out 2018. But like, if you're expecting it to be that movie, then yeah, you're going to be disappointed. Because it's not that movie. It, it, no. It, it got that movie out of the way so it could do the stuff that it wanted to do in this. And mm-hmm. Halloween ends. Um, but, so, yeah. I think that's probably a big part of it. Is people who watched the last movie loved it and then expected this movie to be the same. But, again, if you're a horror fan, you're probably more wanting to be more like this, like how it is, with, like, it taking risk and doing some crazier stuff, because that's what's more interesting to most horror fans. Not, oh, let's just regurgitate what we did in the last movie, just, like, mm-hmm. change up kills or something. Like, that's not what most people want from a horror movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know that Michael McDonald is the only one to be killed by both Michael Myers and Mike Myers? Well, He's steamrolled go. in uh, Austin Powers. That's funny. But um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, and then Kyle says, "I kind of wish they killed Laurie and not the daughter." Mm. No. I mean, if she had gone out in a blaze of glory with the the townspeople, then maybe I could see how that would be more satisfying. But since she's just kind of off to the side for a lot of this movie i feel like her dying would have been a little anticlimactic like she's got to have her big showdown at least you know yeah this sets up laurie strode blood rage because Mm. her because laurie and michael do not share a single scene together in this movie yeah Mm -hmm. and i think that that's the point and and i mean that's where i land on the death of karen that it it is just kind of like that extra thread in what she needed, especially because Karen is the damaged daughter and the non-believer and all this stuff that it all comes kind of crashing down around her in the first film. Mm-hmm. And and then, you know, through her newfound bravery and taking on Michael, she gets killed. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, and I feel like, I feel like Karen's death also kind of sets up for allison to really get a good revenge in her as well because yeah. i mean first first her father was killed and now her mother is killed and so what else is there to do but team up with her grandma and mm-hmm. i can definitely see some sort of scene where you know laurie sacrifices herself and then allison's got to continue on and finally take down like i can totally see that happening mm-hmm. um and now that allison mm-hmm. is the 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 trope orphan She's she, yep. that's all she's got left to do with her life is just get revenge for her, her family, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Which would be really fucking awesome. I think what this email also doesn't realize is you 
I don't think you put Judy Greer on the poster for your ha- third Halloween film. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, it's like wow, can't wait to see that movie. Like, uh, obviously, Laurie is so instrumental to the whole mm-hmm. movie, right? Like, I don't know. And also, too, like, I felt like there was a good path to the daughter getting killed because, like, she had lost her husband in the previous movie. And, like, I just kind of... And, you know, she tried to do things her way, but also, like she doesn't quite have the experience that Laurie has, so she goes into the situation and she gets killed, and it's like, I don't know, I thought that was, how they did that was good, and then, like, I don't see how you replicate that or do it differently with, well, I mean, you should do it differently with Laurie, but, like, I don't know, it just doesn't work the same for the overall movie like it does with the daughter, in my mm-hmm. opinion. But. Okay. Um... Let's see here. Uh, best line. I had a line from, uh, from the previous episode. Um, yeah. Uh, what was everyone's favorite line from, from this movie? Uh, I love the mantra of love lives today, but evil dies tonight. Mm-hmm. That was just so... It, and it's such a good mob rally cry, too. Like, just them chanting, evil dies tonight. is Or, or I, I can't remember if that's exactly what they chant, but... Uh, that was really good. And there was a one-off line, too, I think from uh, the character Sandra, um, when her husband is calling uh, Laurie Strode crazy or whatever, and she says something like, better talk no shit about that woman, she will fuck you up. <laughs> and I was mm-hmm. like, yes, she fucking will. Yeah. I really like her, Laurie tortured scream when she's there in the back of that flatbed truck and the, the fire trucks are going by, and she goes, let them oh, yeah. burn, let them burn. Some there's some things that are just Jamie Lee Curtis is so goddamn good at, and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I I I mean Laurie Strode is such a beginning part to her career, but man, she just she just makes it. I, I love this Sarah Connor version of Laurie Strode that she is now. Yeah, it's she's so a warrior, great. man. It's, it's so, so good. Great. Like, I mean, the first film will always. Uh, well, just outshines this one just by how awesome it was, especially her trap house, like mm-hmm. so fucking cool. Um, yeah, but yeah, just and I think that's just another thing about the vulnerability of her being in a hospital bed for the rest of the movie as well. She yeah. still has all the best lines in the film. Oh, I mean, even thinking back to the 2018 Halloween, that scene where Michael like pushes her out the window and then when he looks over the edge, she's not there anymore. It's like yes. similar to what he did in the first movie. Yeah. Oh, that was when I saw that, I was like, holy fuck. I like I truly thought this was gonna be the end for him. And of course he gets saved by fucking firefighters, but you know. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm man, I should have done a double feature. Like I had remembered most of the movie enough that I was like, I can just go into Halloween Kills. It's not a big deal. But now I'm like, oh, I should have watched them back to back just to get the full experience. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I've I seen the 2018 film. I keep saying 2018. I really hope it's from that year because I'm trying to remember. I think it is. Yeah, it okay. is. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like, I feel like I remember that movie well enough. But yeah. Um, yeah. I think... Let's see. My favorite line, I have to say, would probably be when um, uh, Bracket says to Michael, it's Halloween. Everyone's entitled to one good scare. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I do give this movie credit that, like, they did bring back a lot of the people from the previous movies. I mean, yeah, Anthony Edwards, I think is the actor's name. Anthony Michael Hall. Anthony Michael Hall, sorry. Uh, him, that was a that, that was a little bit of a casting uh, for me. I felt like he was a little bit overacting in this, but, I mean, still pretty good. But I'm like, dude, you seem to be thinking you're in, like, a totally different movie than this. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, speaking of performances, best performance. Oh man. Uh, Jamie. Yeah, I have yeah. to go with still. Even though she was in the hospital for a lot of it, she's still like the driving motivation of we have to yeah. fucking kill Michael, and I think that that pushes things forward. And also, just like I'm so like I I have a gut feeling that she may not survive Halloween ends, but at the same time, I'm still rooting for her, and I want her to be exactly what she needs to be (laughs) also really dig that thomas mann is in this film as young hawkins Um, Mm. and jim cummings is in this and i love jim cummings as a filmmaker so yeah jim's great and i like that like he's he's one of the biggest indie filmmakers we have right now yeah absolutely i love that you know he takes the time to be in a movie like this so yeah Absolutely. Well, I think when 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 someone like David Gordon Green comes calling, you because I mean David Gordon Green is a guy that was a, an indie champion as well in the early late nineties, early two thousands. So it's like when he gets calling, you 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 pick up the phone. Yeah. Also love Robert Longstreet, um, who plays Lonnie in this one, who's also a legacy character. Um, just because of his connection to Mike Flanagan when he shows up and stuff, I do that Leonardo DiCaprio point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still remembering his character from Midnight Mass, and I'm just crying oh, on the inside. Oh, my God. Oh, it makes me so sad. Cry every time. It makes me so sad. Actually, his character in Blind Manor also makes me really sad, too. Yeah. I just like any Mike Flanagan show. And yeah, yeah, I, exactly. I, and he's I, another tragic character in Midnight Club. We're not going to get into it, you know, because no. it's not even out yet. But Spoilers. God damn, man. But yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But anyways. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Midnight Club. Maybe we should do an episode on that. I would love to do that, even though that would be a lot of stuff. to. It'd be a lot to do. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Midnight Double Feature would be Midnight Mass, Midnight Club. Oh, my gosh. Oh. We would have to do at least, yeah, we would have to do, like, two episodes at least just on Midnight Mass, because I have so much to say about that. Oh, yeah. And I will spend at least 20 minutes of each episode just crying my eyes out remembering certain scenes. Yep. Yep. Like the boat scene. (sighs) Oh, God. Oh, the tears, they're coming. I would go with Laurie though to get to back to best performance. I don't know. Laurie's probably the best. Like Jamie Lee Curtis is probably the most accomplished actress in this. I do think that Anthony Michael Hall is a great actor in this, but I just feel like the performance doesn't match what I expect for that character. Like mm-hmm. I feel like he's he's way too articulate in my opinion at least for for Tommy Doyle. I I would expect Tommy Doyle to be a little more simple, I guess. I don't know. Maybe that was just my own expectations, but I was just like this, this Tommy Doyle, he's like he's 
he's pretty smart. He's got he's got shit going. So I don't. Um. Okay. Uh, we also have best kill. I mean, it's got to be when he takes down the entire mob of people, right? I mean, that's a yeah. good one. I was gonna say Cameron. Oh, yeah. mm. Who he basically like half decapitates on the stairwell by stomping him into it and then walking oh. down the stairs and snapping his neck. Oh, I like couldn't watch that almost. It was brutal. And like the fact that he's doing that because he knows it's causing uh, Allison so much distress. Like he's purposely making sure that she's watching him do this is so. Oh, it was fucked up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's doing it with like. For the fervor of reaction, because mm -hmm. he's basically yeah. like looking at at uh, Allison the entire time he's doing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was messed up. Yeah, I liked that one. I I really really liked the fireman rampage in the beginning. Like, it it really set up the yeah Michael is just gonna destroy everyone kind of atmosphere. Yeah. Um, he comes out and he literally. I mean. This movie does the unfortunate thing of, okay, everyone in the mob is going to attack him one at a time so that he has enough time to take everyone out individually, which is a little meh. I, I don't know how I feel about that so much, but I do enjoy the rampage of him just individually killing all of these people. Yeah. Um, and especially with them just being like the firefighters who are literally going in and like, they, they probably would have tried to save him if they saw that there was someone in the building, you know? Yeah. Um, and yet he just completely decimates everybody. And I was just like, wow, all right, yeah, Michael's not fucking around this movie, that's for sure. No, definitely not. Okay. Um, dumbest decision. I mean, it's got to be when they kill the just random mental patient thinking it's yeah. Michael. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was dumb. It, it, yeah, it is, it is the stupidity of mob rule, you know? I mean, it's just, like, it's it's the, it's the you know, the, the town folks of Springfield chasing the glowy ghost <laughs> that turns out to be fucking Mr. Burns, and they're like, hey, it's Mr. Burns. They're like, oh, it's Mr. Burns. Kill it! Yeah. <laughs> you know? that's, that's the equivalent. Mm-hmm. There was another really dumb decision when the doctor and the nurse from the bar are walking out to the car and the guy who's dressed up like a doctor goes, oh no, I left my stethoscope there. After, <laughs> they've, after they've just learned that there's a freaking serial killer running around, he leaves his freaking girlfriend, wife, I can't remember what they are, like on her own like dude hello that's like yep. the dumbest i literally wrote in my notes do you need the stethoscope that bad do you really <laughs> can you not just maybe go out and get like just buy another one just leave it there <laughs> yeah awesome um uh... all right i think it's time to give this a score that's never a thing for a score you can give it an eight it's fun. I know people probably have take issue with me scoring it so high, being as it's so polarizing. This movie. Yeah. Oh, but see, I was I was gonna go even higher. Than I dig this movie. It's fun. Yeah. I mean, I'm also coming at it from this perspective of first of all, I love the meta stuff when they call back to previous movies and like the continuity of all of that. Mm. I just ooh, that hits a spot in me that just is like, yes, I fucking love this. 
But I just also love kind of how balls to the wall they went with Michael in this one. Um, and I don't necessarily think that's super out of character because a lot of the times when Michael is the one killing people, he does so in the background. He's sneaky. He comes up, you know, out of dark corners and then just fucking gets it done and just stabs people. And like other movies, we have seen him just wander into random people's houses and kill them just because they're there and he wants something from their house and it's just what he does. Um, but in this movie, he is the one being approached by many, many, many people. And I don't think it's necessarily out of his character to just fight back when he's being mm -hmm. surrounded and approached. So mm -hmm. I don't necessarily know if it's super out of character for him to take on this large crowd of people because I don't see him running away either. Like, I just see him going in and getting shit done. So yeah. I, I thought with how balls to the wall this was, I, I really, really enjoyed it. And I, in terms of... The continuity as well and just how well jamie lee, or like how much jamie lee curtis obviously loves coming back to this character and playing her the way that she likes yeah she's a warrior woman like she's been through all this shit and now she's gonna try and get shit done on like on her end of things so i don't know i was gonna give this a nine because i really loved it and like this watching halloween kills makes me want to go back and watch the original ones all over again just so mm. i can come back and watch this again at the end because i just feel like it's such a good like satisfying fuck yeah the town's gonna go after them and it doesn't work out in the end and i honestly kind of like that i like that they just got rocked even though at first you're you think it's going to be this giant triumphant moment and the town's all coming together and then no, Michael. Michael's a monster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I give this a 9 out of 10. Uh, I do bump it up half a point for having the Halloween 3 mask. The kids are wearing Oh, yeah. That yeah. was fun. We, I like that. That was really cool, yeah. But I swear in like Halloween 2018, they also put the, those masks in. And I'm not saying they, they necessarily need to, but I would love if after they're, they're finished this, uh, when Halloween ends, they go back and they make like <gasps> a sequel to halloween 3 like oh yeah why not apparently akad wants more movies so this is just the end of laurie's story yeah. yeah and i'm just saying like we never got a sequel to halloween 3 and i would i would i i love the love that they give to that movie and i just want more of it so anyways mm -hmm. that was my little my little thing but yeah nine out of ten i like this movie it's so much fun um it it, it is I think polarizing to some people perhaps, but like for me, like everything in here works and yeah, it's maybe not what some people expected it to be. Again, if you're, if you're comparing it to 2018 and you think it's, you want it to be that film, it's not, but also that's kind of what I like about it. It's doing its own mm -hmm. thing. So yeah. Anyways. Cool. Well, we're going uh well you know what yeah i was gonna i was like you know what let's let's give her shout outs but then i was i started going on this tangent talking about what we're gonna talk about next week and now i'm just gonna talk about what we're talking about next week then we'll do our our plugs but uh next time trick-or-treat and southbound i'm so excited for this couple yes i have not seen southbound so in a long time uh and trick-or-treat i've watched literally every year every halloween mm, mm -hmm. nothing gets me in the mood more than trick-or-treat I mean, we got we got Radio Silence and Michael Doherty. I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah. Cool. I don't know if I've ever seen Southbound. How have I not seen amazing. this movie? Oh, it's going to get under your skin. It's so creepy. Oh, good. I'm ready. Yeah. And the score. Oh, my God. The score. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
This is good shit. That's some good shit. I think it's on like Disney Plus too, or something weird like that. Something stupid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. Well, Steve, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, yeah, I'm on uh, Twitter and Instagram at the Steeble Dead. I'm also on uh, Letterboxd. I generally try to keep it uh, updated. Uh, my website stevestebbing.ca, and then I am on the Shift with Shane Hewitt every Thursdays at 11 p.m. Pacific time. Um, I am under the username Technonomicon on Twitch and Instagram. I am on Letterboxd, where I upload my scores for the movies uh, on my account. My username is Circeanic, and if I'm ever doing anything else big, I'll usually post about it on my blog, which is circeanic.home.blog. Nice. Uh, yeah, and I'm over at 3angrynerds.com, where almost every other day we've got content going up, and... Got some reviews of some Biff stuff. So, Biff is almost done. I think I'm like halfway done. Actually, I have one, three more movies left, which is kind of nice. The brunt of it was this weekend, but after that, it's a little bit more of a simmer. Not quite a rolling boil. Um, yeah, and then uh, I'm on Twitter, Film Critic Kurt, Letterbox, Fatal Koala, and then uh, you can also find me on cknw and 630 ched in edmonton uh yeah popping up on there quite often lately it's a lot of fun uh it's definitely different doing the podcast where you can go at whatever pace you want and then being on radio when you're like dictated by literally mm-hmm. any other pace but your own but uh it's, it's fun yep. fun thing to try um yeah so uh yeah uh, with that said, we'll see you all next time for a horror anthology double feature. Bye for now. Yes.